Welcome to episode 43. I greet you today, all of you Susie homemakers slash homeschool moms slash work from home moms slash cafeteria workers slash nurse lady slash teacher's aide slash playground duty lady slash principal slash all the things because we are officially all of the things and that is why today's episode is so incredibly meaningful i want you to truly begin to understand how to stop multitasking and start focusing yes it is true there are so many things on your plate and there are a lot of things on my plate and at times it feels like there's no way to do it all and Today's podcast episode is a very special training that I did live inside of my membership group that I host on Facebook. So if you are not already inside of my Facebook group, what is the matter with you? Go get inside the group because I teach, I teach in there every single week and I don't want you to miss it. The podcast is And everything that I teach inside of the podcast, we follow through with it inside of the group. I'm there to support you, to give you homework, to prompt you with questions. I just really want to make sure that I'm actually making an impact on your motherhood and not just by way of you listening to a podcast and it making you feel inspired, but also by way of teaching you how to put it into place and how to make it actionable. So I really hope that you enjoyed today's podcast episode. There are relentless pressures on you in this very, very week, in this very, very month. Getting kids into school with the current climate is rough. It's rough on me and I've got systems supporting me. It's just new and there's a way for us to get through it and there's a way to do it with grace and there's a way to do it with compassion and gentleness but it does take some intention. And I hope that today's podcast episode and training that you're going to hear um, is incredibly helpful, impactful, and meaningful to you. So go over to Facebook and type in Systemize Your Life. Join the group. Become an actual part of the community with your heart and your mind, as well as with your listening ears that you have graced me with here on this podcast. All right, without further ado, let's dive in. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Okay, so today we're going to dive into how to stop multitasking and how to start... um, focusing, which obviously I'm not doing very well right now. So I have my laptop over here recording 
And then I'm using an iPad right here and the camera is not up there, it's down there. <laughs> and then I have my cell phone over here because that's what actually shows the comments. So if one of you that are watching live could throw a comment up right now so that I can see where they're coming in at, I would appreciate it. Just drop a hello in there. And um, also I would love to know either if you're watching live or if you're watching on the replay, what made you wanna watch this specific live today? What is it about multitasking that you are having a hard time with? What is it about focusing on specific things that you have to get done that you're having a hard time with? Let me know so that I can make sure that I answer that for you. But I think I'm set and ready to go now um, and I'm gonna dive in. So I've got some notes that I'm gonna be glancing at because I wanna make sure that I get all this information to you. But we're gonna, I'm gonna drop this to you in three major parts, okay? The first one, when we talk about not multitasking and starting to actually focus, I get a lot of people that are like, how in the world are you doing that with kids at home? And Kimber, hey, trying to watch live, but for Rosen. Cool. All right, so now I see where my comments are coming in at. Let me see if I can get them here. Okay, so I, I know that so many of you guys keep asking me, how are you, how are you not doing your work when you're with your kids? And how are you having your kids do something different during the day than when you're doing it? And how are you not sitting next to each other? Hey, Crystal, how are you not constantly doing something while you're doing something with them? And I know that that multitasking is what leads you to be completely burned out. It's also what leads you to be frustrated. It's what leads you to be incredibly unproductive. It's very, very, very hard to get anything done when you're trying to do multiple things at once. And all our life, um, Kimber says it's frozen on her end, but not here. So I don't think we're frozen. I'm watching the live feed and another device on my phone, so I think we're all good. Um, but I think what's really, really hard is we as moms are, I, I swear, and I've always said this, as soon as you have kids, you just like grow extra arms because, or like an, a third or fourth or fifth appendage from somewhere because there's so much to do all the time. You got to grab somebody, you got to keep something from spilling. You have to, you have to do everything all at once. And we just go into that mode. Now, once we eventually get our, our sea legs, right, get our feet underneath us, and we start to kind of feel like, all right, we got motherhood in the bag. We could do this. Maybe our kids are out of the baby phase or maybe we have a couple of kids. Then you begin to think, oh, maybe I could start a business or maybe I could volunteer my time somewhere or maybe I could take on a special project. But the problem with that is you bring in this whole approach that you did when you first became a mom and it was just do all the things all the time at the same time. And when you begin to put something on your plate that requires focus and intentional time and energy and you don't teach yourself how to segment what you're doing outside of your children, 
then it all ends up on your plate at the same time and you're basically eating spaghetti and meat sauce, which I love a good spaghetti and meat sauce and I actually get the spaghetti and meat sauce that has cut up vegetables in it because I think that that's awesome. So you might be really good at multitasking. Your spaghetti and meat sauce might have veggies in it and it might just be doing the job well. But I know that spaghetti and meat sauce over and over and over and over and over again, it's no fun. And all day, every single day of you trying to get everything done at the same exact time leaves you feeling like you're working 24-7. Every single mom that I sit down and do a productivity session with says, I feel like I'm working 60 hours a week. The last mom that I worked with said she feels like she's working 24 hours a day because you can't ever tell your brain to turn it off because you don't know when you're gonna get to turn it on again because there really is no time to turn it on or to turn it off. In your mind, it's all just happening all the time. So before we get into the three ways that I want you to tackle this, I want you to, I sit and I observe Bailey May, and I got this idea from watching her. She is obsessed with puzzles, so am I. <laughs> I want you to think of it like this. When I saw her, I was like, I'm totally using this. Imagine all of these puzzle pieces, right? And the only way to get all of those puzzle pieces to fit together succinctly and actually make an image of something is to study them. You have to figure out what color is on those puzzle pieces. Are they curved? Are they round? Do they have a specific part or piece that would fit with this specific part or piece? And to know that, you have to look at this other piece and you have to figure out what shape and what size and what color and features it has. And by doing that and touching them and looking at them and moving them around and turning them around and upside down, when Bailey sits and does puzzles, guys, it is fascinating. She literally takes a puzzle piece and she like moves it and she moves it and she moves it and she takes this one and she moves it and she moves it and she moves it and she moves it it until they fit together. And I'm like, that is all you need to do. And that's what I want to teach you how to do is how to take all these puzzle pieces that are insanely different from one another. The time that you put into your business and the time that you put into your volunteering and the time that you put into your passions and the time that you put into your home and your children and now your homeschooling and your husband and your church, they are all, they are all very unique and they require a different piece of you every single time you show up. And if you just show up every single time, the exact same with the exact same hat on for all of those things, then you're not giving your best energy to and your best self to to whatever that is. You don't want to show up to your business in your mom mode. You don't want to show up to your kids in your business mode. And you definitely don't want to show up to your house and you're like lazy, I don't have time for this mode, which most of us probably would love to do. But the point is there's a way to fit all of these things together if you get creative. If you start looking at it from a different angle, have you turned it upside down? Have you studied the colors of it? Have you studied the nuances? Have you looked at the depths of what your children need and what your house needs and on what days and on what times? Probably not, but it is that is what I'm bringing to you. That is what I do. That is what my heart loves. I love looking and studying things and figuring out how to make them simple, how to make them fit together in the most effective and efficient way. So let me teach you a little bit about how you can do that in three very, very, very simple steps. Okay, the first one is to know your responsibility buckets. Now, we've talked about this before. There's two other lives that I want you guys to watch. I'm gonna repeat things inside of the teaching that I do here because it's all useful 
as you move forward. So if you already know what your responsibility buckets are, great, hang tight. We're gonna get to the second step and what you do with your responsibility buckets. For those of you don't, for those of you that don't know what a responsibility bucket is, you need to sit down and you need to look at what is on your plate. What are you responsible to show up to on a weekly or daily basis? I like to look at things weekly. It's enough time for me to not feel overwhelmed and it also is enough time for me to know that something is showing up at least one time in my life. I don't really have anything that I have to do monthly. Hey, Mary. I don't have anything that I have to do just like once a month, like a one-off thing, maybe in my business. Um, But for the most part, my responsibilities, my big responsibilities, which are my responsibility buckets, are things that I have to do on a daily or weekly basis. So mine would be my children, my uh, career that I've had for a very long time. I'm still responsible to show up there and to serve that community. And then this ChelseaJo.co and the business that I run from home, my husband and my marriage, my faith and my church and my community there, my friends and my home, my children, like those are my big responsibility buckets and what I have to do to be able to satisfy that within me, not to satisfy them, but to look inside myself and say, these are all the things that I'm responsible for every single week. I'm also responsible for my health and well-being, my body, right? So that's another big responsibility bucket. I have to put down all those responsibility buckets on a piece of paper. Okay, so that's what I want you to do. That's a big homework for you. I'm going to come back and check in. I want you to tell me either in the comments or start your own thread and tell me what your responsibility buckets are. Now, what do you do with your responsibility buckets? Here's the second way that you're going to be able to stop multitasking and start focusing. It is to know how much time each and every one of those responsibility buckets requires from you on a weekly basis. Did she say it? Did she say it? She did. She's gonna make me. She's gonna make me. I am gonna make you. That is the second part of your homework. I cannot tell you, there's not been one mom, not one mom that I have coached, that I've worked with privately, that has said, oh yeah, I know how much time I need to run my business and to clean my house and to work out every week and to spend with my husband and to be intentional with my children and to volunteer or whatever their responsibility buckets are. Not a single one of them can spit at you how much time they need every single week. None of them. And that is what I want you to do. That is what you have to do. If you want to stop multitasking, you need to know how much time you're going to have to give to each thing so you can, that is the nuance of that puzzle piece. That is the biggest nuance of that puzzle piece, right? There's no way, no way possible for you to stop multitasking if you don't know how much time you need in a full day to be able to fit all your pieces in, to be able to put all your responsibility buckets together in a week, you have to know, do you need 20 hours a week to complete all the tasks in your business? Or do you need 10? Right now you feel like you need 60, but no, you don't. No, you don't. I promise you, you do not. Now, how do you even begin to know how much time it takes you and how much time you need for these things if you've never done it? You start tracking it. You start tracking it. Write down all your responsibility buckets. Homework number one. 
Number two is take that list, a big sheet of paper, and write down all your responsibility buckets laid out on your sheet of paper, okay? And then you're going to go over in one day, and every time you give yourself to one of those responsibility buckets, I want you to start a timer on your phone. You're gonna have to start tracking your activities. And trust me, like, it doesn't matter what kind of productivity, what kind of business coach, which, which kind of organizational guru you go to, they are going to make you track your actions and your tasks and your time associated to it. That's the only way for you to get organized. And if you're like, peace out, go for it. See if you can get through not multitasking without knowing how much time it takes for you to be dedicated to each of your responsibility buckets. It's just not going to happen. You'll keep drowning. You'll keep treading water viciously to be able to survive. And it's frustrating. Give yourself a week. Give yourself one week to sit down and say, okay, I think it would take me 12 hours to do all my tasks that I want to do to run my business or to grow my business or to start a business. And then I think it would take me two hours this entire week to clean my house. And I think it would take me four hours to do all the laundry. Write it down. I think it would take me maybe two hours every morning by myself to be able to get my Bible study, my movement, get dressed for the day, look at my planner, and have a cup of coffee. I think it would take me two hours. Write it down. You start there. And then you do it. And then you show up for yourself and you find out, well, crap, it took me six hours to do my laundry. What the heck? Oh, well, now we know better for next week. Now you know it takes you six hours. And then the next week you go in, you say, okay, I need six hours for laundry. And it only takes you two. And you're like, shoot, what is happening? It took me six hours one week. It took me two hours the next week. Guess what? Now you can bring that into, let's spend three hours a week on laundry. Let's spend four hours a week on laundry consistently. Let's get a system in place so that we can depend on task A being done in a certain amount of time. I know when I need to show up for that task. I know I'm going to be able to get it done and I know I'm going to be able to bounce out. Hey, Destiny. That is what is super, super, super important is you begin to see, okay, these are my responsibility buckets. Now you all have this huge responsibility bucket that says you got to get your kids educated from home. Whether or not you assumed responsibility for that education and you pulled your kids out of school and you're homeschooling them, or you've always homeschooled them, or you are letting your teacher assume all responsibility and you're just making sure they show up on the computer, whatever, you still have to know what time do they need to show up and how many hours outside of that do you need to put into it? How many hours a week do you need to homeschool your kids? Whichever mode or model you're using doesn't matter. How many hours do you need? If you don't know how many hours you need to be able to assist or actually educate your children, they're going to flounder and so are you. And you need to know during this time to this time, this is when I am supporting their education or I'm giving them their education. My phone is on airplane mode. I am not doing laundry. I am not preparing snacks. I am doing nothing. I am supporting them. And you know how I'm going to be able to do that? 
You know how I'm going to be able to not multitask while I'm supporting my kids' education? I know that the rest of the day, everything else that I need to get to has its own time that I've already calculated and I put it down. I can rest assured in that and I can now focus and so can you. It's so powerful, you guys. Look, I've got goosebumps again. This stuff lights me up, friends. It lights me up. Okay, that's the second thing. So let's let's take it back. First thing is you need to know what your responsibility buckets are. What are they? Write them down. Number two, how long does it take you to get through each of those responsibility buckets? And I do want you to put that in the Facebook group, either in the comments underneath this live. I want you to start your own thread and I want you to tell me those two things. Okay, now here is the third part of this. This is what moms come to me for because they tend to get like a deer in the headlights. Like, okay, now I know this, but what do I do with it? The third is create a space for each and every one of them throughout your week. Some of these things you're not gonna do every day. Some of you may not have to do laundry every single day of the week. Some of you might like that approach. I'm using laundry as an example, okay? Because it's something that we all have to do, unfortunately. (laughs) I have outsourced my children's laundry to my 88-year-old grandmother um, because her parents actually ran a, a, a laundry company. They had a laundry company and she's obsessed with it and like obsessed with it. I'm going to throw a picture up of what I just got back clothes from my grandmother for Bailey May and everything is on hangers and they're in a bag like tied up like you would get from the dry cleaner. <laughs> Bless my grandmother, but I still have to do my own laundry and Blaine does his. So, and sometimes I have to do theirs too. But anyway, back on track. You're going to create space for every single one of your responsibility buckets and you need to map them out. This takes a little bit of creativity. Let's remember Bailey. She's three and she just turned three. The way that she looks at these puzzle pieces, the way that she manipulates them, the way that she moves them around. Well, that one doesn't go here. Will it go over here? Well, that one doesn't go here. Will it go over here? There's a picture for what your life is supposed to look like right now in this very season and maybe... When that season changes, you're going to have to mix up those puzzle pieces again. And maybe that season of change is going to come when your kids go back to school. Or maybe that season of change is when COVID hit. Maybe that season of change is when you have a new baby. Maybe that season of change is when all of your kids are back in school. Say what? Who knows? You're going to go through these changes and you're going to have to know how to create space for every single responsibility bucket that you have. That's why when this whole thing came tumbling, crumbling down into my life. I was like, I figured out how to do this. Let's move all these pieces around. I don't really like it. I don't love it, but I'm not stuck with what's happening and what's being pushed on me. And I don't feel, oh, this is crummy. All this stuff I have to do. No, I get to be in control of where my puzzle pieces are, where they live and what they look like and how much time I spend in them. That is the greatness of our own freedoms. And that is what I want you to have the tools and the skill sets to be able to utilize. Use the freedom that you have as a work from home mom. Use the freedom that you have to be able to look at all your puzzle pieces and start putting them together. Line them all up. What's it going to look like? Are you going to start your day with an hour for yourself? 15 minutes for yourself? Two hours for yourself? Then what are you going to do after that? How much time do you need to focus on your kids? Can you clump it all together? Can you get all of the time that you're going to spend with your kids outside in the morning and then straight into schooling time and then straight into snack time and then straight into a little bit of free play? 
Are you going to group it all together and call that your morning block, your AM block? Maybe that's how I set up a lot of my moms when it fits, when it works for them. How much time is that? When does lunch start? How much time do you need for lunch? How much time do you need in the afternoon? When are you going to fit in time for your business? What dynamic does do you currently have right now with your children? Do you have kids that are older and it's like trying to get them to the dinner table is like pulling teeth and so you have all this time in the day and tons of freedom and so you can really sit down and you can hammer out a whole bunch of work six hours three days a week maybe or are you the mom like me that's got really little kids like three years old and eight so I've got one that's schooling from home that I have to manage And I've got a real little one at home that needs a lot of time and I'm fitting in my time for my business in pockets. And guess what? I use technology and I use screens, not all day long and it is incredibly intentional. I've created space for intentional technology. My kids can't go outside and run around. I don't have access to a babysitter 24 seven. That's changed a bit. She goes to preschool now, but very little, very, very little. With the drive time, I had to look at all of that. I laid out all those pieces, guys. I laid out all the pieces and I looked and said, where are my responsibility buckets going to live? And now when I show up and I've done all these three things, I show up for this amount of time and I focus. I focus on what I'm doing and I don't have to do other things at the same time. This is how you stop multitasking. You create time and space for one thing and you're not doing other things. Now, let me address some common issues and questions that I get from a lot of people. One of them is, but what about my kids? <laughs> like, how do I get them on board with this program? What are we, my kids literally will not leave me alone. They're on me like white on rice all day every day. What do I do with my kids? You train them, you teach them, you communicate. You talk about expectations. You ask them, what do you need? What do you need today? What do you want your week to look like? I don't care how young or how old they are. If they're super little and they're not communicating at all, you know what their needs are and you show up for them then. And when they don't need you is when they're sleeping. And when they don't need you is when they're with a sitter or when they're out of your zone, right? Or when you've strategically placed screen time, if that's something that you're comfortable with. You know what your kids' needs are. And if they're old enough to where you don't really know, you need to be asking them, what are your needs? What do you need from me? This is what I need from you. And you tell them, how do we work together to make this work? When they say, oh, well, I want to spend time with you every day. I want to do an activity with you every day. I want to do this with you every day. You can compromise because that's what relationships are about. And that is what you want to teach your children. So that is what you should do. I had a mom that I just worked with recently that the current plan is that she will accumulate all the screen time that she's been using in little pockets all over the day. And she's going to try and see if she can put it in a two-hour chunk. Two hours of screen time and then done. And what she's going to do in that two hours is she's going to have focus time on her business. Now, there are going to be times when you have small children, if you are the mom that has small children at home. If you don't have small children at home, this should not apply to you. There should be respected boundaries of when you have work hours and when you need to focus and that that is a time whenever you're not interrupted, okay? 
And those boundaries will grow and strengthen as your children mature, just as if you were working outside of the house. And the reason why I am so adamant about that, I know it seems harsh, but I want my children to learn boundaries and to never have to feel like they have to sacrifice all of themselves for other people all the time. So at the end of the day, they feel lousy and really compelled to to change something without the ability to actually change it. I want them to have the tools to say, I can give to you and I can expect you to give to me too. And it's okay to teach our children that. And so as they mature and as they grow, you can build on that. But for the little ones, when you have itty, itty, itty bitties at home that don't understand that, it's important for you to have things on hand. Have their healthy snacks prepared and ready to go. Strategically place work that you can do with interruptions during the time when you're going to be interrupted with them. What's your easy work that you can get off and do just in case they come in and bother you? Save your work that you absolutely need 100% clarity and focus for the hours when they're sleeping or they're in someone else's care. And that should be strategically built in. That is what you're gonna do whenever you do number three and you create um, time and space for your responsibility buckets. Here's another question that I get often. And it is, what if I don't have enough time? What if I have laid out all the time that I need in my responsibility buckets and I don't have enough time? What do I do? I, I hear this a lot. There's not enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I just had a mom tell me the other day that there's not enough time to do her planner and to plan out a full week and to actually do time blocks. And I've worked with many moms, many, many, many moms, and I do it myself. With with all the things that I'm juggling, I manage to make it happen. You will make happen what you want to make happen. We all do what we want, right? We all are instinctually selfish by the nature of our being and we focus on doing what it is that we want to do and so if you don't have time for something that you really want to have time for hey amber that means that you need to think about your priorities you need to think about what really is important to you how much time do you really need to be spending in every single one of these responsibility buckets Do you really, really, really need to be giving all of your time and energy into your house all day, every day? Who are you doing that for? Are you doing that for you? Are you doing that as a means to escape something? Are you doing that to please other people? There's a lot that you can sit down and look at when it comes to your behaviors and why you don't have enough time to get everything done that you want to get done. Because there is, if there's a will, there's a way, right? And so that's where your journaling and your prayer and your meditation comes in. And it's just so important to know what is the will for your life and what should you be putting your time and your energy into? What truly should your responsibility buckets be? And and you you start working at it. If you don't have enough time for all the things that you want to get done in a day, like let me give you a really good example. Most of the time in my life, what I don't have enough time for is working out. I didn't have time for working out for months. And that meant getting up, getting dressed, getting in the car, going to the gym, doing the hour workout, getting in the car, coming home, cleaning, washing, getting ready, all of that. It was a two hour deal. There was no way that was going to happen. So I was like, well, I don't have time. I'm not going to go to the gym. Okay. So I didn't. 
And then the coronavirus came, and then that was another thing. And then I just said, I need to do something. <laughs> For many reasons, this needs to stop, okay? And so I just, I hated it. I was mad. I was pouting. I was so upset. But I know better. I know that if I want something to happen, there is a way to make it happen. And so I started doing workouts from home. I do them for 20 minutes and they are amazing. And even still, there are days when I'm like, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time for a 20 minute workout. Yeah, I do. Get your bum out of bed earlier, Chels. Yeah. Get my bed, get my bum in bed on time so I can get up earlier. You guys just have to decide what's important to you. And the things that you are making time for will begin to start to morph and they will look a lot different to you. Um, there was one other question that I had a mom send over to me. And um, when, it, when we talk about knowing how to create the time and space for all of the things that we want to do and actually start focusing in each of those and not multitasking through everything, it's going to take some discipline. And how the question is, how do you make yourself do this over and over and over again? Well, the way that you make yourself do it is just by practicing. Show up. Just just try just try your very best. All you can do is put pen to paper, try your very best to log your time and see how long it's taking you to get things done. And at the end of the week, go back and assess. This isn't going to be something that you figure out overnight being able to know exactly what time you're going to do all of your tasks in motherhood and a business are going to take time. Just like it would take time for any major company to figure how every single moving part of their company operates, that's built over time. And if you've never spent any time or energy building that, well, you start now. You start from the bottom. You start with one part and you keep going and you just don't give up. What I know for sure is that by doing this in my own life over the past three, four, five years, it's created, <laughs> I want to say a monster, it's created a beast. It's created a business. I mean, it has really, truly been the calling on my heart to show you guys how much more joyful, how much more productive, how much more peaceful life can be when you stop operating under the mode of I have so much to do and I have no no time to do it. You don't have as much to do as you think. It's just that you're trying to hold everything that you have to do in your hands at the same time. And so it feels heavy. It feels like a lot. Put it down, mama. Put it down. Pick one thing up and do it now and then put it down and pick the other thing up and do it now and put it down. Am I exhausted at the end of every single day? I am, but I'm fulfilled, I'm satisfied, I'm happy, and my the, the work that I did looks like I did it. I'm actually moving the needle. I'm I'm making I'm I'm making change happen in my home, with my kids, in my business, in my marriage. These things are changing for me. The work that I'm putting in is actually showing progression. It's it, There's something to show for what I'm doing. And when you multitask, it just often feels like nothing's ever done. Like you're working and working and working and working, and yet everything is still just an utter mess. 
there's still more laundry to do and there's still always dishes to do and there's still a million things to do in your business and you never feel like it's done. You just never feel like it's done. So that is all that I am going to give you for this today. So let's recap your homework. I need you to put down your responsibility buckets. What are you responsible for? And I also want you to tell me how much time you think it's going to take you to complete each of those. For those of you that are catching this replay and that have been coached by me or you've been through my course, I need you to be mentors to the other moms that are in this community right now. I need you to put down what your tasks, what your responsibility buckets are and how much time they take you in a week. I need you to show all of these other moms that this is something that you can do. Mary says, yes, wouldn't we rather be tired but satisfied and fulfilled? We would. There's, there's no way to do motherhood without being exhausted. It's exhausting. But it doesn't have to be the exhausting that leaves you depleted and that leaves you dismayed, that leaves you spiraling into depression, which postpartum depression or any, any kind of it. We all, we all have days of sadness and the joy and the jubilee that I feel every single day when my feet hit the floor is astounding. And it was not always like that. But I know that I am in the right place every single time I show up somewhere. I know that's where I'm supposed to be. And whenever I get a twinge of, mm, well, that didn't feel right. I go back and I look at it. What happened? Why didn't that work? How can we fix that? And you can do the same thing too. All right, so throw up your homework in the group. And I also really, 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 really want you guys to make sure that if you are right here right now at the end of this video, please. I should have told you about it earlier in the beginning, but I totally forgot because I was super, super excited. If you are trying to run a business from home, if you are homeschooling, like legit homeschooling, not like you, your kids aren't in a public education, but you are homeschooling your kids or you're trying to run a business, please get yourself signed up on the wait list for my brand new course, Systemize Your Biz. You can also flip that to be how to systemize what you're doing in your homeschooling. It's the exact same breakdown. Um, I am going to be teaching you in my little mini course. It is straightforward. It is literally me holding your hand through every single step on how to map out your time and your tasks in your business specifically. It's every spreadsheet your little heart could ever want. It is all organization driven so that you can start focusing in your business, spend less time working on all of the things that are drowning you right now, because I know whenever you show up and you finally, you're like, yes, I did all these things. Chelsea Joe taught me how to do these things in my motherhood and I'm sitting down in my business and I don't know what to do. And so then you feel like you're working all the time because you're constantly trying to do all the things that you have to do in your business, but you don't even know what you're supposed to do in your business. You don't even know what it is and you don't know how many hours it takes you. So I have an entire course that teaches you exactly how to do that. Get yourself on the wait list. It is chelseajoe.co backslash S-Y-B course. The wait list allows you to get details on the launch date when it opens, and it also gets you access into a private workshop where I'm going through how to set all of this up on the back end, how to use the programs that I'm teaching inside of the course, and I'm taking questions and answers, a little bit of hot seat interaction from those of you that are in the group. So it's something that I really want you to be able to take advantage of, and you have to be on the wait list for that to happen. So chelseajoe.co backslash S-Y-B course and I'll drop it in the comments. So good seeing you. Thanks for showing up. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please 
head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.